Welcome to the Baron's Hideout Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin. And I'm your co-host, Dean, and we'd like to let you know where you can find us. The best way to find our socials is on our link tree at the Baron's Hideout, which has our Twitter, Instagram, and podcast links. And you can find me on Instagram at Dean of the Dead Hot Sauce, on Facebook under Dean Sharp, and also my website, www.deanofthedead.com. Lastly, if you wish to support us further, you can subscribe to our Patreon for $1 a month. Now, to the show. think about my parents car accident it's like they never existed but grandpa's death has just been so um you were only seven when your parents died and dante raised you i miss her so much i am done with the the therapy the medication i'm done with it we should get out of here it's just so weird coming up here again. I want it to be so much fun, you know? And I feel like the closer we get, the more anxiety. Hey, stop. It's gonna be great, I promise. A weekend to remember. <laughs> I just had the, the weirdest nightmare. It was so real. My anxiety's starting to act up, and I'm starting to get paranoid. Sweetie, are you okay? Relax, Eddie! Took your pill today, right? Mama! You're having a mental breakdown! A psychotic episode! Please, we need to get you home! Host is Brett Parker from Dissect That Film, another mass hole. Um, <laughs> I always like to represent Massachusetts as much as possible, so Brett's always my first go-to um, whenever I need a filler, um, when Dean can't make it for these. Um, but Brett, 
know, thank you so much for taking some time and to do this on super short notice. Oh, thank you so much for having me. It was, uh, it, you know, when I got the message from you, I was, I was really excited and I was like, all right, well, I have time to do this, Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. I, but I made it work and we're here and I'm very excited. Thank you again. Yeah, man. I mean, anytime. And I, I know that you've been championing Screenbox, you know, as much as we have been more, um, just by tweeting, not really doing episodes and stuff on them, but I do want you to start doing some coverage for them for sure. Um, and I, and I appreciate that cause they, they're a small platform right now, but they are growing very, very fast. Um, and today what we are covering is the movie called In Dreams. It is a Screenbox exclusive that will be coming out January 17th. Um, it's a psychological thriller, I would say more than horror, in my opinion. Um, but we're going to keep probably the first like 10 or 15 minutes kind of spoiler-free. Um, so, Brett, I'm going to ask you like your overall thoughts on this film before we like uh, go too much into detail. So, uh, what did you think about it? So the concept of the whole thing is really interesting. Uh, the fact of what the main character played by Bianca Van Dam, the legendary Jean-Claude Van Dam's daughter. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. She, I'd like the whole concept of what she goes through in this movie. And uh, I'd love that the cinematography is really good. It really, it's a really sharp looking movie for being, being low budget, which it just surprises me when you're watching a movie like this and you're expecting it to cost way more than what they, I don't know what the budget is, but I can only imagine it probably wasn't a lot. Yeah. It's, I think my, the, like I said, the, the story of it is really interesting and what this character goes through because she's a, if you, you know, watching this movie, she's a Van Damme, so they're going to make her kind of a badass. Of course, yeah. But she's also very vulnerable at the same time, you know, going through uh, a lot of trauma. I think watching this, I just, it was more of just like supporting characters. Yeah. That kind of drew me, drew me down from this, uh, which we'll dig into more when we get into the spoilers. But um, overall, I, I, I enjoyed it. I don't think it's uh, the stronger of the screen box uh, exclusives that I've watched in the last couple months, uh, but it's definitely worth a watch. hundred percent. Oh yeah. Like, and as you were saying, it is a very beautiful film. Um, even the score, even though it's very minimal, but it does what it needs to do. Yes. Um, the acting, I think it's, it's pretty on par for like what a lot of screen box um, has to offer right now. I feel like all of the movies have like this sort of, um, like fast-paced acting you know this, this movie is slow but there are scenes where it kind of pushes along especially when bianca is being a badass mm -hmm. um and towards the end of the film it's it's almost a slow burn but not really it's like a weird like middle ground um movie like that i, I wouldn't consider it a slow burn at all no it's only an hour and 20 something. It's not like an hour and 22 minutes. So it's yeah. not slow at all. Like it really hits every point yep. and it, it doesn't spread. It doesn't make you go. Oh my God. They could have cut this down a little bit. Oh my God. My camera's freaking out again. <laughs> hey everybody. <laughs> that's something that's <laughs> yeah. probably going to happen a lot because my camera for some reason is acting. Weird. It will probably fix itself. But um, for anybody hey, watching, as long as long as people can hear you. Yes. <laughs> listen, no one wants to see this. So it's, it's fine. There's just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it, it was funny too because when we um are kind of getting away from in dream 
now we're doing a bunch of trailer reactions and for every found footage um <laughs> reaction we were doing my camera would start making me like break dance oh no like that so it added to it but um that's a whole another thing going the, the extra immersion it's great <laughs> yeah um but going back to in dreams yeah this this movie it, it is enjoyable um it's a very vulnerable film super duper vulnerable absolutely um with what the characters have to go through especially um the um alma alma I, I was, alma alma i think yeah. is how they say it was, or Alma. Um, yeah, so Bianca plays um, um, Alma, who is the made, uh, main lead in here, and she has a husband, Eddie, um, who you kind of get thrown into that relationship really, really fast. Um, oh, but, so fast. But everything else that kind of happens along the journey and seeing how she is being crafted as a character and how her world is very depressing <laughs> it's very yes. depressing this character goes through a lot in this movie and she is my favorite part of the movie yeah but yeah i think it's just who she's surrounded by that it's just like oh man yeah <laughs> i do like the whole like it's pretty much set in one one place i mm-hmm. mean the first like 30 minutes they're kind of traveling but then once they reach the destination which is like a cabin that was her grandfather's that she used to go to um, and get solidified there. And then that's when things start kind of getting turned on its head a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, they were trying to do a lot of, uh, I don't know, like a lot of ways to mislead you that some of them kind of worked for me and then some of them didn't. I kind of saw where some of the plot points were going to be. Um, but that's not really a bad thing. It's just me watching too many movies and, you know, figuring out like, okay, this is where they're going to be going, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's one thing that kind of sucks about being in this position as someone who watches movies for a living is that you can already tell when something's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, there's that. And then just having more of a critical eye on things and that's my biggest issue (laughs) like i wish i just could enjoy a movie like i used to but now that i you know we talk about movies all the time we watch movies all the time we're more critical of even the things that we've loved you know when we were younger but like yeah watching this movie you're you're picking up on plot points that go no like like characters that don't go anywhere or a situation that goes nowhere where you're feeling i feel like there was an extended scene here but they had to cut it yeah. which I don't understand why they had to. They could have made this an hour and 35 minutes, you know, add an extra 15 minutes of, of, you know, certain situations and it wouldn't have taken anything out of it. It wouldn't have made me be like, okay, yeah. well now we're dragging here. Yeah. Yeah. I felt that too. Um, but you know, like the, about the 80 to 90 minute mark for a movie is good, but I, if they just had five more minutes, especially mm-hmm. for stuff towards the ending of the film, I think it would have made this, a really really good film um the trailer really really good trailer i'm not gonna say it's misleading but there were some things that um when i was doing it with dean we were like oh this is gonna be like a groundhog like day type movie where she's gonna keep waking up and things are gonna change um and like yeah they sort of do that sort of um but not really uh but i think that's pretty much all that I can say without saying anything would 
spoilers. Um, I am the worst with non-spoilers because <laughs> I'm just like wanting to vomit out all the spoilers. Yeah. Um, so I guess before we, we go into that, Brett, do you want to tell everybody like um, where you're from and what you're doing and whatnot? Then we can jump into spoilers. So my name is Brett Parker. I am the host of Dissect That Film, where me and my two amazing co-hosts, Dan and Angela, we sit down and we just have normal conversations about movies. Once a week, we we talk about a movie. We just released our Friday the 13th, uh, the 2009 remake episode, which oh, was yeah. an absolute blast to celebrate, of course, the first Friday the 13th of the year. And uh, we're also venturing into the Alien franchise. We released Alien a couple weeks ago, and we're going to be doing Aliens coming up and going through that entire franchise, which is so much fun. You know, bringing on guests. You know, Dustin's been on the show. We've had a a lot of amazing guests. And um, yeah, that's I mean, it's the it's the basics. You know, we just it's it's nothing too fancy. We sit down and have that just like when you're sitting down with your friends and just having that conversation about a movie, that's what we try to have with the show. You know, nothing too, too, you know, technical there. Yeah. And it was, it was super fun being on the show. And I mean, this is, I want to say your third or fourth time being here. It has to be, it's been a a few times. Uh, child's play. Yeah. That was the first one. Wasn't there something else? And then now this one, why do I feel I think like this there was is only number time? two? I think this is only number two. Are you sure? Don't worry, it'll be many more. Yeah, 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 for <laughs> sure, for sure. But anyway, um, it's always great to have you on here, and, and I love listening Absolutely. to your show. I always feel bad when I fall behind on people's shows because um, there's so much going on, and like this year has been. I w- I'm not going to say kicking our show in the ass um, with the amount of stuff that we have lined up, but it's just scheduling and you know finding time. No, I I. To do completely understand <laughs> January and February because I'm you know other than the show you know I got you know got family work all that stuff that, you know what a lot of people who are who are doing this have you know I'm also a sports fan so like yeah. Sunday is my recording day but there's also like sports going on at that time and it's like I don't want to schedule a guest and then have it have to be moved a bunch of times so it's like January and February kind of suck for like scheduling <laughs> so once yeah. once like the middle of February hits that's when it will be like smooth sailing I'll be able to schedule things and it'll be like ah hell yeah <laughs> man fresh air. <laughs> I can't wait to see what you have in store for the rest of the year too um we me too we who's working? So I don't know who's much. working on that. My my assistant is <laughs> never here, so <laughs> we have a lot coming out um during the show this year. We have so much stuff, and I I'm excited to put a lot of this out for everybody to listen to and and to watch and to hopefully get you involved again with most of this stuff. And whoever else wants to come on, like we're very open with having whoever wants to come in on the show, especially when Dean has to get stuff done with conventions. Uh, so that's one thing that. There was like a, a wrench into things, but I mean, he's building his brand and I love that. And I love seeing him Jeez. be successful and, and do all this stuff and him to take so much time out of that to come and do the show with me. This, it means a lot. So yeah. everybody go he's... support him as much as you can. Yes, please. I can't wait until uh, his stuff comes over here. Cause I, I can't wait to try it. We're working on it. We're working on it. <laughs> we really are. Um, but I think without, no, anything else to add before spoilers? We can jump into spoilers. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. So right now, if you guys don't want to spoilers, turn it off. Wait until the 15th on Screenbox. Or if you don't care, keep listening. <laughs> uh, 
Um, Brett, since you're you know the guest today, I'm gonna let you start. Whatever you want to talk about could be a scene, it could be a music cue or something that bugged you. Anything that you want to do, you got the floor, man. So first thing, the cop was pointless. Yes. <laughs> and this is and, and and we're getting to the end here because the cop has to go to the cabin to help our main character in the yes. situation she is in. And then his car dies. And then he says, and then he disappears. Car. Yeah, he's a like, damn car. <laughs> and then you never see him again. And I went, what? I We got to the end of the movie. I was like, wait, you're not. We're not going to have any like <laughs> conclusion to this character. Yeah, whatever. That was a biter. Great. Uh, to be honest, I don't I I don't think the acting is very good in this movie. It's very flat to me. There are certain situations like, to be honest, I think Bianca or Alma, her scared reaction and her when she's in a really tense situation. Really good. Exactly. It's when there's just basic dialogue between characters when, you know, she's talking to her husband or then you got the two other characters that come in and they're just having normal conversations. And it's just kind of like they're reading off a teleprompter or they're having a really hard time remembering what their lines are. And it's just really flat to me. But any of the really tense scenes, it's like a complete flip of the switch where it's really good, like her you know, being like dirty and, and being in certain situations really good. Also, uh, the tree scene where she's, uh, strung up. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. She, she's dead. Yeah. She, there's no way she survives. No, that. I was thinking the same in thing that tree with that for one. So long. I was watching. I was like, okay, maybe if they were like, pushing this to be an extended like 15 seconds because i think uh, anything after 15 seconds of you having a noose around your neck and being held up high from a tree you're dead like and she was already knocked out they Mm -hmm. they gave her 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 drugs and then that's when like everything kind of unfolded was during that whole thing but yeah i'm right there with you i was like oh is she gonna have some wicked superpower i was like what where is this gonna go from here i was expecting her to power up and be like yeah i'm ready it kind of did in a way, but they were trying to keep it more grounded, more realistic as possible, even though I don't know how realistic that could really be when they're being strangled for a minute. <laughs> but know? here is my, I guess, an observation on the every because so this movie is called In Dreams and she has the the pretty much the concept of the movie is her grandfather is murdered yeah and she has recurring nightmares about it which is weird because she never actually experienced it but uh whatever (laughs) but but it's also the fact that by the end of the movie she's pregnant yeah and her husband's alive spoiler he dies so what it's more of the question of by the end you're going what was a dream and what is reality? Yeah, and that's what I do like about this film. I do like about it. It, ha- it was making me think a little bit, but I feel like, as we were saying, if they had like another like five minutes at the end of this film uh, to at least explain a little bit more of her situation with her her husband or whatever it may have been, mm-hmm. or some other kind of dialogue between her and her therapist or whatever it may be, just a little bit more. I think I would have been more intrigued, but it was making me think to want to go back and rewatch it so that way i can 
kind of figure it out. Um, and another thing too is like when she switches her her pills because uh, she has these pills that she has to take. Otherwise, I guess she gets really irritable or um, just loses it and doesn't really know what's reality. I guess because we kind of get a little bit of that when her and Eddie are fighting in the beginning when he's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, did you take your pills?" and she's like. What the fuck? Like, why is it always about that, you know? Like, that's the first thing I think of when a beautiful woman is on top of me pretty much naked. Like, yeah, yeah, did yeah. you take your pill? Like, can't you ask that question after? Like, yeah. what's and, like, wrong with you, man? I guess they're also trying to get pregnant and whatnot, which you kind of you know, hear about yeah. that when she's talking to a therapist. Like, oh, we're going to try again. So, I don't know. It's like, as soon as that therapist talk happens, you can see, like, a glow around like the edges of the screen to represent dream like yeah like qualities in the film so Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's the beginning of her having these dreams and she was already pregnant it's right it's kind of a rocky thing to i don't know describe because the film kind of it lashes you in ways that i feel like could have been a little bit smoother in my opinion yeah, I agree. I do like the whole concept though of like by the end you're you're questioning things like yeah. what what was real and what wasn't. But I f- in my eyes, I feel most of it was real, especially the, the the you know her dispatching pretty much everybody. I don't know if I really cared for though the uh, the little the little scene though of her husband and then the girl, yeah, you know, being in a kind of a relationship and then the boyfriend. Fi- I was like. Yeah, I I don't know. Okay, I think they were trying to do that to to have you a little bit give you more attachment to um, Bianca's character. I think they were trying to do that, but then she just right. knocked on the window and she's like, "Okay, I'm gonna oh, get this great. guy to go go over there," which is super smart. And you gotta also re- remember too, at this point, she was already like being hung for a while, and now she's just fine, no brain damage at all. <laughs> She's like, I still have, you know, my wits about me and I can go knock on there and, and see this go down. Because um, obviously she wanted to get her revenge from them for, for doing this. So I guess it's kind of like a revenge movie, sort of. Yeah. Um, very, very sort of. Because the whole time her husband, Eddie, was the one that set up uh, her grandfather be killed. There I go, freaking out again. Whatever. So, um set up the uh, killing of her grandfather and then also set up them being at the cabin, um, which I kind of saw. <laughs> yeah. I really did. I saw that like immediately. I was like, okay, so these guys are here. They're going to do the, oh, well, we don't know you, blah, blah, blah. But then 20 minutes later, it's like, oh, Eddie, um, we're here. What do you want us to do, essentially? Right. Yeah, it's uh it definitely was an interesting watch. It I don't think it did anything totally new. Um but it did enough where it kept me intrigued the entire hour and 20 something minutes that it was and yeah. it's just one of those things where I I always like movies to me like I I can give them a higher scale if I feel they're rewatchable. 
Now, the only reason I would rewatch this movie is because of the fact of like trying to figure out maybe you can try to figure out what is a dream and what isn't a dream. I know that they have like the color grades and they have the filters that they use, especially like the scene when they're hiking through the woods and she snags the shotgun and ends up shooting uh, the other the the woman that's there who's Um, pregnant. Yeah. (laughs) But then it's not. But then it wasn't anything. I was like, well, what was that going to do? But no, it's just her having a, like an a hallucination or her, her dreaming about things. Cause she always wakes up the same way. Yeah. And that was like kind of what they were showing in a trailer too, is, is her waking up multiple times. And that's what got you thinking groundhog day. It's going to be a groundhog day yeah. and they keep waking up and it's going to be something different. Yeah. Every time she woke up, it was something different, but it, it wasn't something that was re- repeating. Usually with those, it would be a repeating thing. You have to figure it out. Um, but yeah, First time, she uh, wakes up, and then it's the hunting, kills, wakes up again. Um, she gets drugged, falls asleep, yep. and then that's when everybody you know kind of reveals himself as to what they are. And then again, at the very end, she wakes up, and then it's... No, it's the six months later, shows that she's pregnant, wakes up again. So, right. like, so we're all three of those segments just dreams so yeah. i guess if i now that i'm like really thinking about it i i think everything is a dream except for when they first get to the cabin when they are at the cabin and she goes to bed the first night everything leading up to that is is real and then as soon as she wakes up the first time all a dream that that's that's what i'm thinking that's the only thing that, that makes sense to me. Um, hopefully, I'm making sense to everybody else as well. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely it's definitely something I, I I you know this is definitely a movie I do want to give a, a a rewatch to just again like when it comes out on Screenbox to kind of see if I can f- maybe see some yeah maybe slight things that will kind of indicate what what is going on. But overall, I think it's it's a it's a it's a good watch. I don't know if it's something that would be rewatchable down the line. I think it's definitely worth a watch just for the sheer fact. Like I said, you got to support your indie, your indie horror any which way you can. And I think this is a really unique idea. I just think certain things fell flat and certain characters either didn't need to be in the movie or they just weren't fleshed out enough. Like the therapist, like the therapist is it's how many, for how many minutes did we watch her just calling her on the phone? I was like, do we need to constantly see her calling her on the phone to be like, pick up the phone. Yeah. Um, when she was on the ground knocked out and her phone was ringing, I wanted them to step on the phone. I was or pick it up and it. answer it and say yeah. something or don't say anything. But the fact is, like, we kept flashing back to the therapist who's driving to the cabin on the phone, like, hey, what do we, you know, pick up the phone? Alma. I was like, yeah. we get it. Just show her in the beginning how she's having an issue. Show the fact that the phone isn't ringing. You could always flash back and just see her kind of continuing to call, but then flash back. Yeah. Um, and then she shows up at the end when everything's all done. She gives her a hug. And I was like, well, perfect timing. Yeah, with everybody wow. dead around her, too. She's yeah. Like, oh, you're great. Oh, okay. Yeah. But no questions at all. Um, because she. <laughs> but the cop, cop, why was the cop there? <laughs> why was, was he even there? friend or whatever. When it, it, made, like she knew, when it did nothing. <laughs> other than the fact that they called him. He's like, well, there's something going on at so and so, wherever the address was. And he's like, yeah. that's almost place. And then he drives and then he stalls out. And then. Yeah. 
never seen again. <laughs> I was really hoping there was going to be something with the roads because now he told Eddie like, oh, these roads are really slippery when they. Well, that's the thing is his car kind of gets stuck in the mud. If you think of it, then it stalls yeah. out. It's like, damn car. And then I was like, for one, why does that car look like you took it? Like it's got like gr- uh, chrome rims like. Yeah, it's got low profile tires like this was somebody's car. They were like, hey, do you mind if we just put some logos on the side and put a yeah. light on top and just use your car? That's for probably the exactly shoot? what happened. <laughs> we can't afford an actual like, you know, some you could get like the car they use in Stranger Things, like like something that looks more like a cop car. It just did. It was goofy. It didn't need to be in here, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, another thing, too, that I was kind of laughing at is um, when they kill Sam and they're like, oh, we're going to go bring him out. To the lake and chop them and chop them up into pieces oh. and then put them at the bottom of the lake and then they drag them all the way over there and they're like oh wait oh, we, for- we forgot we forgot something to chop them up with i was like oh my <laughs> yeah. god man i was <laughs> like what happened to the axe you legit killed him with where did that go <laughs> yeah and she's casually just drinking wine right. on the couch the, the flashlight was important all right i know we got two hands and he's carrying the body and we're like what am i supposed to do with these yeah and then they see the 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 rope and they're like oh fuck <laughs> oh no <laughs> um so there there are some like i think unintentional comedians here that oh absolutely that work um to an extent um but this isn't really a movie you want to take super serious the only th- um, parts of it i would take serious is um Dealing with mental health. This is a movie that Absolutely. that deals heavily with mental health. Um, with you know, pregnancy with somebody trying to conceive. Obviously, that's very very strong in this uh, film, and it's shown through um, Bianca's character and also the other girl. I think her name is Sophia or Sophie, who says that she's pregnant, but then when she wakes up the second time, I don't think. Pregnant? I, I don't no, know. I think it was all a ruse. So I think it was like some of her conscious going into that person. Um, yes. So that's when you can tell that, that makes that a lot one. of sense. I didn't actually think of that because when you see the other, the Sophia, she's pregnant. That's when you first meet her. They talk about how she's pregnant. I feel that is a dream because of the, like what you're saying is yeah. she's she's you know pushing that onto this person and creating this for i feel like she created this person yeah exactly. and then what you see later is is the real sophia and in the in real time yeah so this also kind of makes me think is the whole time eddie a complete asshole like this in her mind with the pills is like absolutely he's drug he's making her do her use uh, he's forcing her to use the drugs yeah to either try to make her seem more crazy yeah yeah and yeah. i think he's trying to push those things you don't really see it it doesn't develop i don't think well enough um yeah. because to be honest i i di- i was kind of surprised when i found out that eddie was involved with these two people and that uh you know it was all his plan to, yeah, to kill yeah, the yeah. grandfather just to get the money i was like dude what the f- are you serious you you're happily like hopefully happily married like you don't think like she's inheriting this money yeah right from the grandfather which you know it, it's you're gonna like if you're having a happy marriage you're gonna share that money yeah exactly so we're gonna the- probably get some money at some point but like what do you do what that is a funny here? thing that you say because like what's the point of doing that like i guess you're just that greedy that you really oh well that's a thing the and they thing. say that line yeah the what was it like if you're um i can't remember the line if exactly you're rich, you'll never be happy or something like that or um 
if you have money. So if you choose money over poor. love, you'll always like be that. poor. Or you choose love over money, you'll yeah. always be poor or something like that. Yeah. There's a lot of talk of stuff like that with, with greed and choosing mm -hmm. money over love and, and people who embrace you. Um, so there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that theme, a lot of mental health themes, a lot of um, pregnancy themes. Yeah. Um, and primal instincts, really, when um, Alma you know, comes back to life, essentially, um, she like diverts almost to this primal like state, which I, I'm still so curious as to how that would be in like real life. It would have to be because it's a dream. That's the that's the only reason I can think is that it is a dream. Um, yeah, there's a lot of questions in this film, but some of them are ones you want to be answered and you want to seek them, and then some of them are kind of just like, eh, whatever. Yeah, I do have to praise though the way that that final shot is done because a lot of movies where it is a dark <laughs> fight scene or a dark TV. situation, you can't see anything <laughs> this movie you actually could see because i like the lights that are shining off of the ha of yeah. the cabin it really lights things well and um the only thing is i'm always shoddy about fight scenes because they i feel like they always have to bounce between the two characters like here's alma here's you know the husband here's i'm like can we just do a wider shot and just see them kind of just go at it yeah. and just kind of go around them do with the michael bay you know yeah but uh, I, I'm on IMDb. It says that the budget was an estimated one million, which is actually pretty really? decent amount for a for an indie film. So I and you could tell with the way the cinematography was done, and um, you get those wide shots. It doesn't look like it's a a you know blue screen or whatever. It kind of looks like they actually were able to get those uh, scenic shots and the shots at the cab. The cabin's beautiful, and the whole oh, surrounding yeah. area around it is really really nice. But um, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's it's definitely a, a movie I recommend people give a try to, uh, because of the subject matter. I think that the whole idea behind the movie is really well done. I just like it's it's a really well thought out idea. I just don't think it was really executed uh, fully. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I was that. at yeah at the end. I was like, that was a decent end scene but i'm just i'm either left confused because that's not too hard for me but um <laughs> i'm either left confused or i'm just like underwhelmed and that's kind of how i felt at the end of this yeah I, I definitely wanted a little bit more um at the very very end when they show that she's pregnant and with the husband it looked like they were still at the cabin i think i think they were still yeah there. she was sitting outside there yeah um so I don't know. Like we could talk about that for for days, but I really want to hear what, like what other people think once this drops, of yeah. what they are going to interpret out of this, and whatnot. Because a lot of stuff going on. I did enjoy it. It was kind of a I'm going to shut off my brain, um, and and watch a film until I started like realizing what this film was. I was like, oh okay, I got to think a little. Yeah, I can't shut it, it off. I got to turn it back on. <laughs> yeah, so at first I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be a fun watch. I want to see Bianca kick some ass. Because in the trailer, mm, they were showing her kicking a lot of ass. And I was like, oh, okay, let's go. So once that started happening, I was like, yeah, let's do it. And, uh, you know, the hatchet to the head, that was a really, really oh, cool Oh, such one. a good shot, yeah. yeah that was this, um, very minimal kills because of the um, number of characters there are. There's really only, like, four, four. that are always on screen, usually. Um, there's a mm -hmm. couple... Other ones there's, but... in total, there's six, well, seven characters. There's the grandfather who you see die. You yeah. got the cop, 
you have the therapist and then you have our four, the two main characters and then the two supporting characters that show up a little later. Yeah. Um, but I enjoyed it. Um, it's definitely something that I will be watching again. And I obviously want everybody else to go and watch it and get Screenbox and look at their amazing library right now because there's a lot of good stuff on there. Um, and there's a lot of other really cool things coming out as well. I think today, as we are recording this, it has dropped um, Just Desserts, the making of Creepshow. So if anybody's a Creepshow fan, got that documentary to uh, watch as well. And there's another film coming out January 31st called Dawning, which is a Korean horror film that I am so excited for. <laughs> With how good Anchor was, oh, I'm very dude. excited I'm for... I'm so upset that we didn't get to our review for that one because we were on break. Yeah. But maybe, Brett, I'll have to bring you on. We could talk about that. Yeah, with how good that was, I'm very excited for anything that's coming out of uh, South Korea because it's it so that was different. fantastic. Yeah, it was so good. They do it so different there, and it, and it's a complete different contrast to like what we just watched. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, the anchor was like what two hours, a little over two hours. It was it was pushing two hours, yeah, and it didn't feel like it because it was it just oh man, I don't want to get too much into that. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, it was I I had a time. really good time with that one. Oh, yeah, for sure. We'll say that for another one. Um, but I think we're probably going to keep this review kind of short because it's a movie that makes you think. And um, mm-hmm. I think the more we talk about it, it's just going to get all jumbled. <laughs> you know, Because <laughs> everything is just like, what's this? What's that? What's this? So I'm definitely going to be watching it probably again tonight um, and when it launches on Streambox. Uh, Brett, I know you said you're going to be doing the same. So we'll have mm-hmm. to double back and see if we you know, picked up on anything else. Um, it's a very beautiful film, very very beautiful. Uh, and Dean and I were kind of talking about that too. It's like movies nowadays, they are beautiful. <laughs> they are so good looking. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and you know, as always, Brett, it's always great having you on here, getting to, to chat with you, and getting you to watch movies um, that other people probably haven't seen yet, especially ones like this that you know, aren't even released. Really, I think. Looking forward to. I know. I felt so special. I felt like I was. I felt dirty when I was watching this movie. I was like, uh, I was like working with some guy, and I was like, "You can't watch this. This is just for me." Yeah, 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 yeah. So it was great, and you know, thank you to Screenbox for allowing us to do things like this. Um, I want other people to start doing it. So Brett, I'm gonna see what I can do for you, man. You need to get your feet wet a little. (laughs) I know. I'm so I'm so bad at reaching out to people. Screenbox, (laughs) at least follow me on Twitter. Damn it. we'll we'll get that sorted out um and for anybody else who isn't subscribed to screenbox make sure you do that before this drops on january 17th uh four days from us recording this and i'm excited to see everybody else's reactions um everybody always picks up on things on social medias that we don't pick up on that makes me rewatch the movie again every time i i am the worst I always will voice my opinion on something and they'll be like, well, it means this. And I was like, how did you? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like this is definitely going to be one of those films because of the subject matters and also what's going on in it. Um, but I think that's pretty much all that we have um, to review on this. Brett, if you want to drop a rating, if you want to rate this, what would you rate it out of 10? First out viewing. 10. Obviously, it will probably change once you watch it again. But as of right now, where where are you feeling this? I'm gonna put it right in the middle. Okay. I think it's I I think like I said I liked it, but I 
I, I let's say I enjoyed it. I didn't really like it or love it. I think it's kind of middle of the pack. I think certain aspects of it could have been better. I love I love the idea. I just didn't love the execution of it. So I'm gonna probably give it a five out of ten. Okay. Okay. Um. I'm probably going to go 6. Uh, I was going to go 5.5, but I feel like this rounding, rounding it up to 6. Um, because of what they were trying to do with this, I can see what they're trying to do. And I hope there's an extended cut. I really, really hope that there's some sort of di- like DVD release or something down the line where they're like, here's a bunch of deleted scenes that kind of explain a little more or just a, a longer version. Because um, they've been doing that a lot lately with films with getting extended cuts and Stuff like that, or at least a really good um, track for the um, oh my god, what is it called? The uh, what is that track when they talk over it? I'm blanking on. Oh, commentary track. Commentary track. Yeah, I don't know why I yeah, can't yeah. think of that word. Um, so I hope there's something like that. Um, Screenbox has been trying to do, I think, DVD and 4K Ray releases of their movies. Um, so I'm gonna be keeping an eye out for this one. And I want it mainly because of the cover art. It is so cool. Have you you seen what yeah. the cover art yeah. looks like, right? Uh, if it's the one that's on IMDb. No, it's different than that one. It, this one's <clears> all <throat> in red. I'll show you after this. And it looks so cool. Um, but yeah, I think with me, I'm going to stick it right at six. You're going to have it at five. I'm sure it may go up a little bit after a second watch. Brett, not sure about you. You might still be sticking at the five, but that's okay. Um... I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I always like to give a, a movie another chance before I'm like, nah, it's not good. <laughs> or I mean, I didn't say it wasn't good. It's 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 a watchable movie. I think people need to see it for themselves to get their own opinion. Yeah, for sure. Don't yeah. ever take my opinion to heart. <laughs> That's I tell I say that to everybody because yeah. my opinion. I mean, at the end of the day, we're be... just people who talk film. We're not we're not exactly 100 like percent officials over here. We know we're not professionals. We at least I'm not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we try to be sometimes, but um... yeah. This was great, man. Thank you for you know coming on on short notice and watching this pretty bizarre film. And in a way, it's bizarre in its own way. Um, it's it's fun to an extent, and it's a bit different while also being same samey with like a lot of other things out there. It's fun, though. So yeah. Make sure you guys are keep an eye out for this on Screenbox Seventeenth. It's called In Dreams, and this was absolutely fun, man. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. And make sure you go check out Brett on his uh, podcast, Dissect That Film. They're great. They're working really, really hard over there. They do a lot of different um, genres. They don't just do horror films. So if you like action, um, comedy, I think you guys even do like um, animated films as well. You cover. We haven't done as many as we've as I've wanted, but we're going to dive into more animation this year. Hell yeah, man. I'm, I'm so excited for that. So make sure you go over there and you support their show. Um, spread the love. As always, Screenbox, thank you so much for doing this. We'll see you guys later as my camera is still freaking out. I got to get that fixed. <laughs> thank you, Brett. I'll <laughs> pretend like my camera. No. <laughs> uh, 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 everybody starts freaking out. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you later. <laughs>